welcome everybody welcome 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 to take 186 uh i would i would hum the song that this takes like title is after but i i don't actually know the song i know the title i know what the song sounds like so just read the title and just imagine it in your head as i'm I, I I hope light. someone. There we go. Oh, Anthony, is that it? Yeah, Anthony. yeah. I don't yeah. know that. Okay. Um. Well, it, it is. We're gonna go a little bit of a rundown. Uh, fake things we watched, fake trailers. I have a couple. I have something movie related that I wanted to talk about a little bit. A little bit of an audible, not on the docket, but we're gonna talk about it. We're reviewing Hustle today. Adam Sandler basketball movie where he just there there's some beginning scenes we'll talk about it's like oh that's just what Adam Sandler looks like and then uh top five most anticipated summer movies it's time it's here um summer is starting off and we're gonna kind of define what the summer blockbuster time is I have a good way to define it but we'll talk about it a little bit and then that is it so without any further ado, it is your boy this week, Keeks. Who do we got? We always have TC. Here and there. I'm mainly here. Um, yes. But uh, before we get the ball rolling, since this is a basketball-themed pod today, and I'm excited to give some fun movie morsels for the movie Hustle, um, yeah. I have some personal connection with the movie Hustle, which is awesome. Uh, maybe like a third third of a personal view if that makes any sense uh anyways uh that's ball folks our dear friend josh yes. reynolds of the pod he has been on uh for uncle josh i think that was take 11 and then uh take who knows when some take 150 or 160s keeks is looking it up right now for yeah, coda in august review. um josh reynolds yeah it was in october i believe Josh Reynolds uh, has a new podcast called That's Ball, folks. If you are a basketball fan, if you like to hear um, a great voice, a.k.a. Josh Reynolds, and he's going to have a lot of fun guests. Highly take 11 and take 154. Perfect. There you go. Uh, so give those a listen if you haven't, but uh, he is a big-time friend of the pod, uh, one of the nicest guys I've mentioned it before ever. And yeah, he, he dropped his first episode uh, just past weekend. Definitely recommend it. Uh, it was awesome to hear his mm-hmm. point of view. He's a big Sixers fan and that is on theme today. So give it a listen yes. and drop a review, drop a like for that's ball folks. Great title, by the way. And then when you do it, uh, give us five stars too. If you haven't already done it. Yeah. Write us a nice little review. Yeah. So thank we'll, you to everyone we'll, who has. We'll have Josh on again. Maybe probably after the finals are over. If, yeah, well, yeah, he's he comes on. It's yeah. due. It's always due. I feel like so. Yeah. Congratulations, that's ball, folks. I listen to. I I really enjoyed it. Not to mention, I'm just oh, look who's here. Yeah, she's waking up from a nap. It, I am such a dog dad. Uh, Love the video that you posted, sweet film talk. I don't even know how you got in here, dog. That door was shut. I thought it was Kennedy. Was that was that Maybe honey she, coming through the door? Maybe she opened it. Who knows? Oh, hello. Yeah, honey is the cutest dog of all time. Yeah. Very cute. Like uh, close to Dot. Dot is a very cute dog, but Honey is just so precious. 
she is a level five clinger, as Becky alluded to. Big time. Yes. Lap dog. Big, big time. Like her second home is Kennedy's lap. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, oh, I love it. Okay, TC, how's your week? Oh, it was good. So uh, I got to vent a little bit. Here's my call to action. Okay. That is a little frustrating. I'm sure people have experienced this as well, but I feel like this has just been uh, quite the pattern for us lately. So as you know, you moved in, we moved in and everybody knows it's just one of those, I hate it, but it's just like one of those unwritten things. When you move in, you're like, we need this. We actually need that. Oh my gosh, we need this too. It's just like these things that you never think about when you're a homeowner, like, oh, we need that. So anyways, our dining room table that we have was perfect for our basement apartment. We loved it. Um, And right now we're just like, we want to get a bigger dining room table. Like we've saved up. We're looking at some dining room tables. Kennedy likes to host. So it'd be nice to have a little bit more spacious dining room table. Sure. Um, So we order the dining room table. We get some bar stools too, and some seats that she really liked from Target. And the table comes, you helped me move it in. We hadn't opened yeah. it yet. So you helped me uh-huh. move it in on Thursday. Um, when we're at the movie on Hustle for Friday night, Kennedy sends me a picture. She's like, table's broke. It chipped in transit or something. No. Like the whole, like a whole piece was just broken off. I was like, dang it. And then like a week before that, we got a grill. I'm really excited to start grilling. And at Home Depot, whoever assembled the grill missed two parts to put on the grill. So I had to like go back to Home Depot. I'm like, hey, I need these parts. And they went and talked to a builder and they're like, sorry, we don't have those parts anymore. I'm like, you're Home Depot. You should totally have all Dig the it parts. out of the box. Dig it out of another box. Order yeah. me the parts. Yeah. And they're I like, paid cru- you to put it together. It, amen. And they're like crucial parts. So I sound so whiny, but it's just like, golly. So annoying. Now, then, my question is, why didn't why didn't you just assemble it yourself? Was it just too? I I, I don't want to sound like an a hole, but oh, it's just because I didn't I didn't want to assemble it myself. Oh, I get it. Okay, no, that's fine. I didn't know if it was like I yeah. didn't know if it was like required, like X. You know, like like there are certain levels of yeah. furniture you can put together, and some it's like I am not putting that together. I I actually don't mind putting furniture together. Like I like it, but okay. I saw the video for the grill, and I was just like, mm, I want to save some time. Let me just have Home Depot Smart. assemble it, and I'll mm-hmm. take my dad's truck, pick it up. We'll be good to go. Love so, it. Now I'm like regretting that decision. Now I'm like, dang it. I should have assembled that. <laughs> it's, you know what? And that's the thing is, uh, you know, you can look new, but Becky will say it. I will say it. Facebook marketplace, man. Yeah. Someone's already used it. Probably going to be okay. Yeah. But that sucks. That's just, oh my gosh. I just swallowed something weird. Ugh. One more and, thing. And yes. one more, one more thing on that. So we got these two bar stools that, Uh, Kennedy really liked. I'm like, Oh, that looks great. Like let's get two, put it on the counter. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was out running some errands yesterday on Saturday. And I'm like, let's put these bar stools together. I'm in the mood. So I open it up and I get everything out. I'm like, you're kidding. Missing parts. They didn't, they didn't pack them (laughs) again, again. Where did you order them from? Target target. That's Oh, for two, man. So we're, we're going to open. We're going to open up our dining room table, uh, dining room chairs to see if there's missing parts. One of the other bar stools is perfectly fine, but it was like the rods that connect the chair are gone. There's five pieces that didn't get packed. Like whoever was packing this didn't put it in there. So it's just like, that is bizarre. 
And the table, can you get refunds for them? Yeah, we're going to get refunds. We're, we're trying to get just the parts for the bar stool because we like them. But it's okay. just one of those things where it's like, man, this is really inconvenient. Oh, my gosh. So there's my, my call to action is um, maybe assemble it yourself and maybe steer away from ordering from Target because we're 0 for 2. For did you order food. online or did you go into the store? Order online. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big brick and mortar guy. Mm-hmm. I have to go into the store. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to try on shoes if I can. At this mm-hmm. point, like I know what model shoes I need to buy and what size. Like that's fine. But if I can, I've just I I need it's that extra peace of mind. Yep, I agree. I agree. I try to like try uh, on shirts and that's at the place or whatever. Especially clothes. honestly, you're probably fine. You're probably fine ordering it online. I just like have this old, you know, it's like, what happened to you? That happened to me once for something that I can't even remember anymore. And now I just can't buy like home furnishings online have yeah. to go in so over for Facebook three. marketplace, that kind of thing. Yeah. So oh for three with the grill, the bar stool and the table. So we'll see if we're oh. for four with our dining room chairs, but you know, it is what oh. it is. It's just one of those things that you're like, holy, that's kind of annoying. So that's horrible. But, yeah. It's just tedious. It's like, Come on. So, and now, because you're probably going to host, you're probably going to host in the next like week or so after you got it all set up. Now you have to wait the extra three weeks to get everything back in again. Yeah. We're planning on hosting Father's Day. So we're like, oh, let's try to get our stuff as soon as possible. But, anyways, besides that, the week has been great. Basketball training is uh, picking up for the summer, which is awesome. And trying to plan some fun summer trips and some like little mini home projects and excited to watch Jurassic world and fallen kingdom and prep <laughs> for uh, dominion. So yeah, it's been a good week. Just a little, just getting the summer schedule mapped out. Yep. Okay. So no, I, I see that honestly, this week was not a very event eventful week, not a super eventful week, tough loss tough warriors loss on uh what was it thursday let me interject guys this is this is one of my favorite things to do with sports is watching a sports game with a diehard fan keeks it was so fun watching that game with you i wish they would have won like i want like i said i want the warriors to win just because i am cheering for the warriors this time around which is kind of funny like it hasn't been like that mm-hmm. so watch that happen i cheer for the warriors with you and they <laughs> in the finals yeah i'm not coming back over to your house until it's done no i'm no, sorry no. it's it's the it's the furniture thing i ordered it online once it came broken went to your house once to watch a game <laughs> and uh they lose which is funny because the last time i watched a, a warriors final game with you they won so mm. maybe mm. it's not that cursed yeah different so, house though a huge fan of watching sports with a diehard fan like i love when people come and watch like an lsu football game with me because i get into it and same with like watching it with my aunt and uncle, they're diehard LSU fans. Like it's just a blast having that atmosphere. Yeah. So fun. I concur. You were a blast. Blast on Thursday. Watch it with you, but unfortunate loss. Tonight, Sunday, we're going to see. Got to get game two. Need game three or four as well if we can get this one. Need it. Absolutely need it. Yes. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to go with fake things we watched because my week was very uneventful. Uh, I had a shoot and it went perfectly fine. Let's go. That's all it was. Got another one this week, and then we're in Arkansas the following week. So um, here's what happened. Here's what's going on. I oh. watched two things, but one thing definitely was much better than the other, and I want to focus on that one. That is the Coen Brothers Fargo. Mm. The movie, William H. Macy, uh, 
Frances McDormand. I like to refer to her lovingly as Frankie Mac. Uh, Love it. it. Incredible movie. Incredible, incredible movie. TC has his letterbox. We talked about last take. I have mine, which is ours. Kind of start off as our sweet film talk. Now, Becky has one, and it's 333 underscore 333. So go follow her. (laughs) uh, Go follow her on Letterboxd. Fargo was just... Where where did that username come from? (laughs) No, and her reviews are great. It's just like four-word reviews. Yeah. Very funny. Um, Now, Fargo is honestly just... an. uh, There's something about the Coen brothers where it's like, they can make any movie. They can make any kind of movie. They made that, well, Brother War, that, and then they go and make No Country for Old Men. Or they go and make something like, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of like other things that I've, uh, True Grit. Like these movies that are, like they all kind of a similar style, but totally different genres. And Fargo is like this blue collar crime thriller that's like mm. very whimsical at the same time. Mm. Shot composition's incredible. It's just like a, a, it's just an absolute masterclass in direction. Everything about the movie works so well. Um, I had a blast watching it. And TC, you're going to love this. Buck and a half watch. I, I saw that on your letterbox. Hour letter and box. a half long. I saw that on your letterbox review and loved that. It made me smile. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You coined that. An incredible phrase. Buck and a half watch. 90 minutes long. Tight film. You'd love it. I give it an A suite. I think anyone can turn it on and have a blast watching it. It's funny. Uh, William H. Macy, I haven't seen much stuff he's been in, but like it's it's hands down his best performance. Steve Buscemi in it. He's great. A lot of character actors that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, they're in it. Really good. I loved it. It's such a good time. That's awesome. What, what I, brought on? I uh... threw it on after we watched Tussle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What brought you on watching this movie? I'd been meaning to watch it for a while and I just saw it was on on like a recommended. So I just threw it on. Oh, nice. 99 minutes. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, I'm throwing it on. Please. On a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing better. Love and then that. to follow up, I finished. I had started watching Pi, which is Darren Aronofsky's feature film. Um, black and white. I think it was like 96 or 98 that it came out. Something along that might have been the same time as Fargo. Uh, solid debut. Solid debut. Um, you know, your debut film doesn't have to be good just needs to show that you have promise and that you have like, and that, that you have the chops to keep growing. And that's what it did. So uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited to watch more of his stuff. Cause we've got uh, the whale coming out with Brendan Fraser, hopefully this year from him. And uh, yeah, I kind of want to watch more of his movies. I've seen a lot of them, but uh, there's a lot that like, I totally forgot he's made. So yeah, Fargo and pie pie. I'd give like a B minus sweet. Okay. Kind of weird, but like, there's nothing super jarring about it. It's kind of all over the place, but it's it, it really established his style, I think. What's the best movie that he's a, directed, in your opinion? Uh, well, I mean, like Requiem for a Dream. I've only seen, I guess I've only like seen like three or four of his movies. I haven't seen Black Fawn, Swan. I haven't seen The Fighter. I haven't seen The Fountain. Um, I haven't seen Noah, which I know you've seen. My gosh. Um, directed Noah? Wow. So there are a few, but Re- Requiem for a Dream is the best one. It's also... One of the hardest movies I've ever like watch. It's very rough watch to get through. I remember you telling me that I need to watch The Fighter. That's been one I've been meaning to watch. Uh, Very absent from our first bracket we did. A lot of people were like, "Is The Fighter on here?" And it wasn't on there. I we honestly thought we threw it on there, but we just forgot. Yeah, that's right. That's what happens. It is what it is. 
Okay. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, my favorite Those thing that mine. I... Oh, sweet. Uh, favorite thing that I watched uh, was what many people watched over Memorial Day weekend. We were just a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Stranger Things. Uh, I don't want to get my grade quite yet because it's not over. There's still two more episodes, which are going to be logging in at roughly four hours combined. Apparently, volume two, episode eight is supposed to be an hour and 25 minutes. And then episode nine, the finale is supposed to be two and a half hours long. Is this like the series finale? No, I think they're reported to do a season five. Oh, from what I understand, from what I understand. So I think I think give it one more season. Uh, There's going to be some people that will probably die maybe at the season four or season five. I don't know. We'll see. There's so many likable characters about Stranger Things. That's why it's so fun. Are they doing season five? You looking it up? I yeah, let's see. Stranger. Anyways, Stranger Things season four. Uh, my quick thoughts about it. We will review this when um, it wraps up. But dude, it's dark. It, it, the tone of season four is it's very horror heavy, and there's some pretty intense images. Like this says TV fourteen. Not gonna lie, this should be TV MA this season. Like it is. It's, it's like pretty. It. It's pretty hard to watch. Like there is like blood of like body horror, children. body horror. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, this is like pretty intense. So uh, they definitely take it up a notch in this season with the violence. Um, but I, I love the villain of Vecna and all that is kind of tied with that. So very pleased with how yeah. episode seven it says ended. fifth and final season to come. So okay. gotcha. But excited, excited to see how Stranger Things ends. I think they incorporate like awesome 80s music that has a fun 80s vibe. And again, I think the best thing about Stranger Things is the characters and like the character dynamics and their relationships with each other. Like Dustin and Steve love that power couple. <laughs> power duo, man. <laughs> I really love the transitional editing, like scene to scene. Uh uh, there's just like a lot of like they they do a lot of kind of smash cuts and stuff, but then they have that sequence when it's the basketball game and they're going against Vecna in like the Dungeon Dragons like game when they're playing yeah. and it's like they're kind of mirroring each other, but it's like the two different interests now of the groups and kind of showing how like they're going away and one's replacing the other. It was really good. A lot of really good camera work. A lot of really fun. Just like a lot of really fun camera work is I think the biggest emphasis about it. Yeah, well placed, well timed. Yeah, really, really good. We're on episode three now. We might finish it tonight and binge it, but uh, you know, yeah, who knows? Warriors yeah. play tonight, so that could uh, yeah, watch. watch I feel the like game. as a fan, I have to watch the Warriors, but I kind of want to watch Stranger Things. Have, have, have both on, <laughs> you know, don't tempt me. I, 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 oh, I, I can't do like a show and sports, like, I can do two sports at the same time. Done that before. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have some things I want to say about Stranger Things when we do our full review because there are a few story beats of season four that I'm like, mm. and then there's awesome story beats where I'm like, just just give me more of this. But I understand you have to have a few different story beats and different plots and missions of different characters going on. So, but uh, season four so far, I really like it. Uh, excited to do my rankings of the seasons. But uh, yeah, I think Stranger yes. Things is Netflix's best property it's like the most original too 
far far and away yeah i will say though the mike flanagan series that they've had are very good as well just a totally different thing but yeah. the thing is is they've had so many good series that they just cancel Mindhunter is one of the best things they've ever made they're just just not doing it anymore they're Wrap not gonna up. pay fincher to do it i don't know left on ginormous cliffhangers for Mindhunter, and who knows the oa was a very weird show that me and becky loved with uh-huh. like a huge setup for season three and canceled it so it's an archive 81 one that we really enjoyed too they're not going to do anything with it it's just kind of a bummer dang it big bummer yep and now they're not going to pay directors to do like vanity projects they're like oh it's too much money it's like no you you're bad at making properties you're bad at making movies and tv shows that's why it's too much money is because you're making the wrong things yeah yeah did you know francis ford coppola the guy who made apocalypse now godfather trilogy amongst countless other classic movies had to crowdfund his newest movie when netflix literally could have just gone up to him and been like how much do you want for it 200 million dollars yeah let's make it could you imagine being like the new movie by francis ford coppola on netflix on, on netflix. netflix they they made a fifth kissing booth movie and now they're gonna go make four more uh what is it he's all that or she's all that just a mess well, they did I, I want to say it. I'm going to say it right now. In three years, I hope Netflix. Not that I say I hope it's gone, but I have no interest in having Netflix. We don't have it. We use someone else's password. If you're on the fence, cancel Netflix. Not worth your time. Wow. You are very outspoken about Netflix. And it is like, that is like your bread and butter as of late. I... I like Stranger Things. There's a few series I like on there. There's, in fact, The Gray Man. That's a Netflix movie. And Hustle is a Netflix movie, which I enjoyed Hustle. And I am looking forward to The Gray Man. But I think they're inconsistent with their movies and their TV series, which, you know, it, it, it is what it is to each their own. And they cater to, you know, there's different crowds. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I think they've had a lot of misses with um their movies, but man, Keeks, power to you, man. And here's, I want to add to this. I am willing to be proven wrong. Sure. I am willing. We want good content, but it does not seem that Netflix is interested in making good content. And I want to say content, but when I say content, it's like movie TV shows. Yes. Yes. They've done it. They've done it many times. I'm willing to be proven wrong. Please prove me wrong. Yeah, please do it. Yeah, Love bring that. back Mind Hunter, and I'll take back everything I've ever said about uh, your salt, your company. You're salty, Mister Netflix. About Mind Hunter, Stephen Netflix. Please bring back Mind Hunter. I need it. Yes, bring it back. Okay, bring it back for keys. Trailers, trailers. Uh, yeah, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. What else can you say about it? Comes out uh, next I, year. Tom Cruise. What do you think? So excited. I, I had almost forgotten about this trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. There's so many trailers that I'm like, I've seen that. And then I'm like, wait, that was last week. Was that this week? But uh, yeah, Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. Dead Reckoning. Very cool title. Part one. And then we get a part two. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I, then, I'm i guessing there's that scene when they're sword fighting on a bridge and it feels kind of dusty. I wonder if an EMP is going to get detonated and they're going to have to like learn not learn, but they're going to have to use like very archaic weapons and like modes of transportation to get places. 
That would be very cool. Something like that. Because the sword fighting I found very interesting. Uh, okay, if someone approached you and said, Mission Impossible or James Bond, what are you watching? Go. I mean, I'm more familiar with, James, with Mission Impossible. So Mission okay. Impossible. I think I think uh, I, enjoy, I enjoy Mission Impossible more, especially the mm-hmm. latest installments. The, yeah, yes. the latest installment than James Bond. I'm going to say it. I, I have more fun with Mission Impossible than James Bond as of late. And it's the better franchise as of late. You know, it's just call a spade a spade. It's a better franchise. Yeah. And I wanted to highlight this. Paramount Pictures, low-key, one of the most interesting studios as of late. They just did Top Gun Maverick. They've done the two Sonic movies, which have been very well received by, like, general audiences. They have the Mission Impossible movies. They've helped. They distributed, um, like... A good amount of kind of cool indie movies like Anomaly said they helped distribute um, a lot of Tarantino films, Interstellar, uh, Fences, a few other movies that were like had a lot of pedigree. They helped in the distribution of them. Do they also have some duds? Of course, they have all the Transformers movies. Not all of them are duds, but interesting to keep Paramount Pictures on your radar of like and A Quiet Place as well. Like low key, a studio that I think pumps out a good a good amount of quality movies, especially yeah. in the last five to 10 years. Go check out Paramount Pictures filmography from the last 10 years. You'll be, you'll be pleasantly surprised at what they've helped release. Dang. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. sometimes I forget like what studio pumps out what I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Yep. There's so much Warner brothers and there's so much Disney that like, yeah, it's like, Oh, frick, like there are others. Fox. Which is Disney 20th, now. Yes, 20th Century Studio. Yeah, like there's Sony, so- which is just doo-doo. Just put <laughs> out Morbius this week to $85,000 Friday opening. For for just, just some memes. Was that what Bad. that started that? Was that memes that started Morbius? <laughs> yeah. Back out in theater? Like people, yeah. That's the thing is these execs are like, oh, people are talking about our movies. Maybe let's throw it out. See if there's like a cult following. It's like, no, there never was one. We think it's really bad. It's very bad. We saw it. Yeah. It's dude. it's the worst movie I've seen all year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a D minus spoiled. And I had it in my top 10 most anticipated this year. I was kind of thinking it would maybe be good. Sorry, sorry to be let down, Keeks. It's not. It's not good. Not good. Unfortunately. Don't care. Don't care. Um, What's your trailer? My trailer is uh, Vengeance. BJ Novak. Um, I thought this was really cool. We saw this trailer for uh, Top Gun Maverick when we watched that um, last week. Did I talk about Vengeance last week? Is my favorite. You showed trailer? it to me. You showed me the trailer, but we didn't really talk about trailers and stuff last week. Oh yeah, that's right. We, we just wanted to do Top to Gun. Uh, yeah, Vengeance looks really cool. It's about B.J. Novak. He directs, writes it, and of course acts in it. And it's about how he's a podcaster who had like a little fling with this um, woman who dies. And he's trying to investigate if it's a murder, what 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 happened, and so um, the trailer looks interesting, and I it looks like a fun, just original idea. It looks a little tense at moments. Uh, the only problem I have with this trailer, it was funny. I hope it didn't reveal too many funny parts, but uh, I am intrigued, very much intrigued. Mm-hmm. So that was probably my favorite trailer. Awesome. You showed it to me and I really enjoyed it. I was actually like, oh my gosh, this looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Looks Very excited. <laughs> okay. Here's our review. 
of hustle. Anything else you want to say? Anything else before we get into it? Um, hustle? No, let's do it. Let's let's dive in. Okay, directed by Jeremiah Zager. Zagar uh, tells the story of an NBA scout who's looking to um, basically cement his space in the league, and he's tasked with trying to find one more hit of a draft pick for the Philadelphia 76ers, and he stumbles upon Bo Cruz, an unknown talent based out of Spain, and it follows their journey of training Bo, who has this raw talent to become the next NBA superstar. And it's Sar in the Sandman. Juancho Hernan Gomez, uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, Ben Foster, amongst other people. And we're going to say it. I'm going to come right out and say it. Not every movie needs to be Goodfellas. Not every movie needs to be The Room, where it's this like horrible cult classic that people are in love with. Goodfellas, this incredible feat of filmmaking that everyone loves. Some movies are totally okay with being adequate and being average. And that's how I feel this movie is. Doesn't do anything wrong. Doesn't do anything good. It just does everything perfectly fine all the way until the very end. Creates, with Adam Sandler especially, really brings a capable, good actor into the space of this scout uh, follows a bit of cliches. Uh, some of the screenwriting, like some of the script is a little bit like some, you know, some of the plot points, especially the villain. Doesn't feel like there's really any motivation for him to hate this guy. There's not really any animosity except for like he's kind of outspoken ish in the league, in the boardroom. And um, yeah, it creates a good little bit of tension. And then Adam Sandler just grinding, trying to help Bo Cruz, him and Juan Chiller and Gomez have good chemistry. And I enjoyed the movie. Had a good time. Why don't you tell us about, you know, kind of the experience for you, TC? So, uh, yeah, I was excited to see this movie. And I agree 100% with what you said. This movie was perfectly adequate. It was a fine watch. It was predictable, had some good cliches. Um, while watching this, I, Adam Sandler, just to me, like, he gave good heart in this movie. You can tell that he was just like, I'm having a good time. This was his type of movie. Cause he's a basketball player. I don't know if you've ever seen his clips of him doing some runs. Like the dude can hoop. He can especially pass. He's got good vision on the court. Um, yeah. So I thought it was the best basketball movie I've seen in a while. Like I can't think of a better basketball movie. Better right than Space Jam 2? <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, if you... If I had to give like a top five like basketball based movies, I think Hustle is making that 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 top five. The okay. last like I think the last like good basketball movie I saw, which I thought was a blast, it was totally campy, but I really enjoyed it. Was Uncle Drew? I thought Uncle Drew was a lot of fun. Um, I would say Hustle is better than Uncle Drew, but they're different tones. Like Uncle Drew is very like witty and over the top comedy. Hustle is a little bit more serious. There's Definitely. there was some good funny lines, but it wasn't. I thought it was going to be a little bit sillier, but it's a little bit more serious, which I didn't mind. But uh, Adam Sandler gave some great heart um, as a basketball trainer. Seeing the training montage was a blast. I love a good training montage, as I mentioned in my letterbox. I'm a sucker <laughs> for it. It was. It was a really good one. It was cool. And some sweet movie morsels. The second trainer that is working with Bo Cruz, his name is Micah Lancaster. And we have worked alongside him for uh, many years. Tanner Lynn, my boss for Lace Him Up, has 
has known Micah since 2010. He's trained a bunch of NBA guys. Uh, so it was cool to see him in the movie uh, taking part of this. He said Adam Sandler is a blast because he's got a personal relationship with Tanner Lind. Mm-hmm. And he says he's just a really good dude. And uh, like he would just mix up the script every time. He'd be like, okay, we're doing this or we're doing this. Like he's, he would just switch it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another movie morsel in the movie, uh, in that training montage, there is a training lights where like it's yellow, white, red, and kind of Bo Cruz is reacting to the training lights. That is from Tanner Lynn's training lights. He overnighted that because Micah texted him um, and was like, hey man, like Adam wants some training lights. He think that'd be cool to add to a training montage. And lo and behold, Tanner's like, I got you. He midnighted that for like 300 bucks, made wow. it to the set. So there you have it. So when you see the training lights, those are from Utah. Those are from Tanner Lind. Shout out, lace them up. That was pretty cool to see. Very um, cool. So those are some fun movie morsels. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a good feel good movie. Wasn't offended by this film at all. And I just, I had a blast watching it. I think what made this movie even better was a the theater experience. That was a lot of fun going to watch this in theaters. Yeah, tell, tell yeah, tell everyone about uh, you know, tell everyone about the experience because I, I loved you were the one that kind of orchestrated it. So I told anyway. Tanner, I told Tanner Lynn, I was like, hey man, we should go see Hustle. Like this movie's coming out. Like we knew, we know he's a huge Adam Sandler fan. Uh, who isn't? Let's be real. And of course, Micah Lancaster, the trainer, was in it, and he's been like promoting it too. So we're like, let's go see it because he's in it as well. Um, and I was like, let's go see this in theaters. Like, I don't want to see this in, on Netflix. So, um, he invited Howell Neto, um, NBA basketball player played for the jazz for many years and also was on the wizards. Uh, so he came, um, great guy, really soft spoken to like, just, just yeah. a really nice guy. Um, smooth basketball player. Um, he could have had a chance to be Bo Cruz for this film. Um, but he, I think he was getting, he was getting married in the summer, but there was an opportunity for him to potentially play the role. Um, so we went as a group with place him up really fun time. Uh, got some ice cream afterwards. So just a bunch of basketball loving people watching a basketball movie. Great atmosphere. How old was great. We talked a little bit about movies with him. Yeah. You know, just kind of, I just shot the breeze with him a little bit. He's going through like some knee recovery stuff right now. Um, uh, I bonded over the, he was like, oh, tendonitis. I was like, oh, I tore my Achilles tendon. So kind of close. We talked about other things, of course, but um, nice guy. Really nice guy. I got a picture with him. Um, and then everyone else like Tanner Lynn was fun to watch with him. All Rec came, who's come and see. He saw Fast and Furious with us. Maybe one other movie. Was there another movie he watched with us? Um, that All Rick saw with us? I feel like there's another one he saw with maybe us. Maybe James Bond, I think. Yes, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just cool to get a bunch of dudes around to go to the movies. A decently sized crowd and a good length of the movie. It was. It was like a yeah. decent sized crowd. I was like kind of surprised. Yeah. For a movie that's coming out on Netflix in a week. I know, exactly. And I wonder if many people knew that. I don't know if many, like, because I don't think I really put together that it was a Netflix movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine to go. I like I'll, The Gray Man that's coming out. Uh is going to come out a week before on Netflix. I kind of mm. wish I almost would have watched Red Notice in theaters. I just, I prefer to watch a movie in theaters just because yep. if it's one that I'm looking forward to, give me it in theaters. But uh, Hustle, it's a good time. Uh, Anthony Edwards, as you and I had mentioned, uh, as you mentioned, great acting skills. I thought he was pretty good. Very good. 
like very good and menacing. And you can tell that it's like he's tapping into something that, uh, you know, he he probably has a bit of familiarity with. Yeah, he probably wants he wants to explore that in the future. Well, and um, more of it, just like little crap talking, you know, little little uh, little trash talking. Very good at it. Like pretty menacing on the court. Yeah. He's so like he did such a good job, but just like slowly turning into the bad guy. Like that first inter- interaction, you're like, well, he's being like weirdly nice to him. And then you're like, oh, no, this guy sucks. This yeah, guy sucks. And his name is Kermit. So even more so. <laughs> Great name. Why not? Why not name him Kermit? Yeah. Uh, fun seeing some NBA, NBA cameos in there. Kenny the Jet Smith as Richard Richie Leon was a friend of Adam. Or I think Sandler. it was Leon Rich. Leon Rich. One of the two. I think um, it was, yeah, I think that's what it was. Uh, that was, I thought they Queen had <laughs> Queen Latifah has his wife. I know. That was surprising. The worst, I don't want to say it's the worst part of the movie, but it's like the part of the movie that like doesn't work at all unfortunately like it just doesn't feel like there's much chemistry there i didn't mind it but i was just kind of like oh okay so that was that's my opinion but i was just like "Mm, yeah all right it's not a bad part of it it's just like kind of jarring like i didn't i didn't feel like they were husband and wife it just felt very much like they were two actors in the same room yes friends like we're friends Mm -hmm. uh but I'd, I'd give this movie a B slash sweet. I thought it was a good time. Um, perfect. Same grade. Perfectly fine. If this movie was like on TNT, I'd probably throw it on the background and have it on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So same with me. Yep. B sweet. Enjoyable time. Um, go watch it on Netflix next week. Or if you want to catch it on $5 Tuesday, catch it on $5 Tuesday. So tomorrow go Fantastic. over, take it out, check it out. Fantastic $5 Tuesday film. Now we're getting in. To summertime getting into summertime summer movies this is what i constitute as summer movie time oh my gosh i keep having these weird burps anyways out, summer movie time for me is a is the friday so it's the second friday to the end of may that's when it starts to the last friday in august okay so say that again that's the summer movie time frame. So the second to last Friday in May to the last Friday in August. Okay. Okay. That is the summer movie time frame. Okay. My That's when you get into blockbusters. My, my summer my my summer movie is um Memorial Day weekend. So that yep. first that's so the, even better. That's exactly so what the it is. So the 27th of Friday uh, the 27th of May like when Shotgun Maverick dropped. And then to me, it goes till the until Labor Day, September, September 5th. See, I don't feel like anything comes out. And oh, that's a good way to remember, though. Memorial Day to Labor Day. That is that's 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 my summer block. When I think of summer, I think Memorial Day to Labor Day. And then that's it. Even though school starts like it starts like mid-August, but it's still like it feels summer. You're getting into the groove and you're not totally in the groove until like September. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. my summer block. But most of my movies are early August and June and July. But I'm ready. I'm ready to give my two honorable mentions. Okay. Oh, go for it. Yeah. Give us your honorable mentions. Uh, my first honorable mention drops August 19th. That is <laughs> this trailer killed me. It's Beast. This oh. looks awful. Yeah. It looks so dumb. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, exactly. It looks it looks great. It looks it looks like a fun time in the movie theater. Like I, I I don't like horror, but give me a horror movie about like an animal or a prey, and I'll have a blast with it because <laughs> it's not like demonic or satanic, which can really spook me. But mm-hmm. this this trailer, like, and it's Idris Elba, like, it looks like a blast. It looks like a fun time. So, yes. Um, the next one is uh, next weekend, Jurassic World Dominion. Um, my expectations are lower than the floor for Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> They're just in the depths of hell at this point after Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, they're pretty low right now. So, um, yeah, I hope it's just some good action sequences, an actual decent story. Um, I'm going in this movie with like a B minus expectation. And if it's worse than that, that's a real bummer. And if it's better than that, fantastic. I know. I'm like, I'm seriously, I just, yeah, uh, it'll probably do very well in theaters or marginally well in theaters, but I just want to get it over with. Yeah. I want to get it out. Yep. Get it out. Get it gone. Hope it's good. We always hope it's good. Yep. Um, I don't have any honorable mentions because to be honest, like I feel like this summer, I would say Thor Love and Thunder is one is my honorable mention. Okay. It hasn't really been on the top of my radar for anything. Okay. My big Marvel one that I'm looking forward to is Black Panther Wakanda Forever, just because yes. I'm so intrigued by what they're gonna do with it. Um and uh, yeah, so Thor Love and Thunder. I don't know. Hope it's good. Probably will be decent. And I'd say that's that's my honorable mention. Yeah. Are we going to go five through two, then one? Down. Love it. Okay, go five through two. Go through five through two. Um, dropping June 17th. This is, um, this looks so charming. It looks so fun. It is Lightyear. I'm excited for Lightyear. Okay. Yeah. It looks like Interstellar and, uh, on the big screen, but Pixar. Yeah. So I'm going to have blast with that. Number four is Vengeance, as I just talked about. BJ Novak's film, drop, dropping July 29th. Uh, number three, I really want to see this movie with you. This looks like a good time in the theaters. Not taking it very seriously, but I'm looking forward to it. That's Bullet Train, Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. August, yeah. And that's dropping August 5th. Uh, August 5th. Number two, this, this could like interchange with Bullet Train, but uh, seeing this trailer. And our 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 boy, our handsome boy, he's back. He's back on the big screen. That's Ryan Gosling, The Gray Man, July 15th. Another Netflix movie. I'm hopeful for this. Some of the effects looked a little uh, not great, but seeing Chris Evans as like a villain with a mustache just resonates with me. Like that guy's like he's like Captain America and the goody goods behind me. It's time to take some take some time to take some gritted roles there, Chris Evans. Mm And I'm excited to see Ryan Gosling. I don't, what was the last first man? Was that his last movie? Yeah. That was 2018 or 2017. I think 2017. So there's my, that's my five through two. I hope, and I hope there's like some really good hidden gems that I don't even know about yet. Mm -hmm. But those are the ones that I saw like on IMDb of coming soon to theaters. That Okay. So I'm going to add Lightyear also to another one of my uh, honorable mentions. Um, Lightyear, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, nice. My picks, my at number five is George Miller's 3,000 Years of Longing, Idris Elba, and uh, Tilda Swinton. Idris Elba plays a genie, and Tilda Swinton plays like this lonely like historian lady. Comes out August okay. 31st, right at the tail end of summer. 
Um, it just looks like it's uh, George Miller. It's George Miller. His first movie since Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Can't wait. Uh, number four is The Black Phone, Scott Derrickson's newest horror film with Ethan Hawke as uh, like the main villain. Creepy. June 24th is when it comes out. Dude. Uh, really excited for that. That trailer spooked me. Mm-hmm. I would the masks may, that he wears. I would maybe think about going to see this with you. That's hard, maybe. Okay. It's a hard. We have a horror group chat that we plan all of the horror movies to go see. So amazing. If you want to, I, I might. We we will we will coordinate it. I might just read the synopsis and know all the spoilers, and maybe <laughs> then I'll be. Down. This looks this looks spooky though, man. Yeah, it does. My number three is another kind of weird one is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It is a horror film, kind of like a like a younger, like college student, like murder mystery horror film. Pete Davidson is in it. I'm on some other people. Comes out August 5th. There's something about it that just looks really fun. I'm I'm just really excited for it. So Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Number two is one that you mentioned, Bullet Train. Let's go. I know it was August, August 5th. Yeah, August 5th. We're there. Yeah. I actually had light year at this. And then when you said bullet train, I was like, it's it, it's bullet train. Yeah. I can't wait to see bullet train. Trailer looks it's just so giving fun. me. Yeah, it's giving me the John Wick, nobody vibes, the the aging veteran actor that takes on like the retiring assassin role. And how could it be bad? And watch it maybe be bad, but it's not gonna be bad. On, so, on a train, a that is snow, no snow piercer too. Mercy, getting all the vibes. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, holy crap, that's true. So yeah, bullet train and bad bunnies in it. So how can you go wrong? Amazing. Yeah, Love it. so those are my five through two. What is your number one? That's is a good it the five. Same as two. mine. Oh no. wait, no, it's not. I know yeah, it is. I think yours is nope. If I'm guessing, but mine is Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I just I loved Ragnarok. I loved Jojo Rabbit. I love Hunt for the Wielded People, so I'm hope Taika Waititi can keep this streak going uh, of good mm-hmm. movies. Um, so yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it'll be good, and it just looks like a blast. Like I, yeah, I'm in there because I feel like the past like Marvel movies that I've seen have been good. Like they've been, oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, okay, give me some, give me something really good, like Thor: Love and Thunder. Like please deliver. It, it's you know it's my theory they give you one good one for like every seven to ten bad ones yeah. or not bad but like okay ones so yeah. yeah here's to it being hopefully decent hopefully good yeah hopefully that, it's good the last last marvel movie was sean chi that i really liked and i can't think of anyone we liked dr strange oh yeah dr strange duh yeah yeah Okay. We're kind of in the minority, it feels like. Feels like not a lot of people loved that one. Yeah, we're I think we are in the minority. Yeah, duh, Doctor Strange. Okay. I loved that one. So that's my number one. Yeah, you uh you guessed my number one. It's nope. It's uh it's Jordan Jordan Peel. I keep wanna call him Jordan Poole. It's like the same <laughs> name almost. <laughs> Just replace the double E's with more vowels, double O's, and you've got it. Yes. Love um it. Yeah, nope. I still don't really know what it's about. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer. Uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Um, from Minari and from The Walking Dead. Forget his name. Anyways, he's gonna Steven, be Stephen Stephen Yen. Stephen Yen. It's gonna be incredible. I can just already tell. There's just something in me that I, I cannot wait until July 22nd. And the fact that this is only his third 
film from Jordan Peele. Insane that it already has so much hype around it. I love it. I love everything he does. Yeah. So it's going to be incredible. I'm really excited. Fingers crossed. Hope it's really, great. really excited. Yeah. yeah. Will you see that one with me? I think I would. I think I would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm would. I think I'm, you know, seems a little aliens y. Like there's yeah, aliens in it. So maybe it's doable. I like, I can, I can, I can mess around with aliens. Yeah. I can, I can do that. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to be honest, okay. man. Stranger Things, like, season four was pretty scary i'm like man this is like pretty spooky so i think my horror wall is starting to come down slowly as long as if it's not demon stuff you can handle anything yeah i mean stranger things is like a little bit demons but it's also like i kind of know stranger things like it's still fun it's It's, more sci-fi yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so i might be i might be down with nope okay so there you go uh our five most anticipated summer releases some big, some heavy hitters, some maybe hidden gems snuck in there as well. And that has been Take 186. Go check out Hustle if you want to. Um, big thanks to everyone saw that hu- saw Hustle with us. Um, uh, cool to meet you, Howl Neto. Hopefully there are more movie uh, movie outings to come with the group of fellows that we saw it with. The next take, it's Jurassic World Dominion. We're excited to get it over with. <laughs> I think in my mind. And lastly, but not least, Chris Duckman just wrapped production on Shelby Oaks. So uh, really excited for that. Incredible. Anyone makes a movie, especially someone that we know, a friend of the podcast. Congratulations. Yes. To the stuck goat. Yes. That horror movie. I will. That one. I will watch. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Um, Excited. Anything else? Can't wait to see some real dinosaurs on screen. I know. <laughs> and then maybe hit that dinosaur park in Thanksgiving Point right after. Oh, please. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, we'll Some watch. Double exposure. We'll go watch maybe Friday or Saturday. We'll, we'll coordinate. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Without any further ado, everybody, stay sweet. Sweet. sweet.